There is one thing I'm going to try to do or try not to do or be, but I already know that I'm going to fail. So to preface this, that I'm not trying to be hypocritical is my attempt to say, well, sometimes you just gotta call a spade a spade. What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Brian Matthews, and this is Unfiltered and Unapologetic. A couple of weeks ago, Cat Williams broke the internet on Shannon Sharp podcast club, Shay Shay, and Cat opened the floodgates and let it all out. But I have to ask this question. Why? What point was he trying to prove? And to be fair, speaking of the platform, why worry about your enemies when you have a friend like Shannon Sharp, you feel me? Truthfully, I could actually sum this up with one word. But what would be the fun in that? Sure, I could produce this podcast real fast, get about five or six streams, and then be done with it. But remember, in sex, pre-ejaculation is just as dangerous as the mother load, you feel me? <laughs> now, I don't know none of these individuals, but they put it out there, so... Let's talk about it. Now, it seems like Cat has an issue with people like Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, and there are a few more names that's tossed out there, but I'm not going to try and justify anyone else's response. Let me ask you this. What has any of these people, meaning Cat Williams or Charleston White, done for our culture to make them even significant that it breaks the internet when they speak? And I'm not saying individually they have not shown some form of philanthropy. No, not at all. But there's always two things you must consider in any situation. Intent versus impact. Now, in reference to me, I did something that a lot of the black culture frowned against. I joined the military at 19. Here you go. I got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it and said they were suckers. They wanted me for the army or whatever, pitching me, giving a damn. I said, never. Here is a land that never gave a damn about a brother like me and myself because he never did. I wasn't with it, but just that very minute it occurred to me. The suckers had authority. Hmm. The suckers had authority. Now, see, that's what I grew up on. That's not what put clothes on my back. That's not what put food on my table. See, my father was in the military. His father was in the military. See, I came up in the boot. You can't get no more racist than down South Louisiana. That was, well, I should say, still is to a degree. The military was a way out for a lot of brothers. And being in the military wasn't easy. And on more than one occasion, I fell under the authority of some racist asshole. What the military did do for me is give me a perspective of our culture versus the world. And when I say culture, I don't mean the African-American culture. I mean the American culture. There are so many blacks out there that hate being black that they refute their race. And they say, I'm an American. I'm part of the human race. But you don't go to any other world, third world country or whatever, and they complain about who they are. Now, Yes, we are a part of the human race. And yes, you are an American. I will give you that. However, if you were to run your DNA and 23andMe DNA ancestry kit, it wouldn't come back and say, you're 100% American. Stupid, shut up. Where you were born is not who you are, moron. Anyway, I digress. 
I read this article the other day, and it came across with somebody who I don't really think too fondly of, and it kind of makes sense, but I'm not gonna touch on that. And uh, it was from Charles Barkley, and it was called Charles Barkley and the Plague of Unintelligent Blacks. And it goes into the dirty dark secret, the notion that blacks irresponsibly are at least part of the race problem, which is widely shared among black Americans and most prominent figures. Now, what does that mean to me in this conversation? Well, we know that the cartel, the Italian mafia, and the Yakuza exist. We know this. We see movies. But do you see these cultures living out those cultures? Well, living out those, those people or persons as part of their culture? No, because it's a subculture of their people. Whereas blacks, black Americans, oh my God, we're known for denigrating black women glorifying gang culture and regurgitating killing each other while complaining systemic racism is the reason why we can't get ahead. And for the ones who have beat the odds and made it out via sports, music, or the entertainment industry, say what you want. They're not looking back. They're not looking for you. You know what? I'm done being PC. Who cares who sucked the dick or got rotted off the range on a casting couch? Doesn't make their jokes any less funny. Cat Williams called Kevin Hart a plant. Why? Is it in the manner that he's gained his success? Is that anyone's business? There's a lot of people who claim success through drugs, and we glorify that. Now, see, there's a lot of motherfuckers that did get blasted on the couch and catch and didn't make it. Regardless how you get there, how they put you into position, you have to be talented to sustain, period. You have to have what it takes to keep it moving. Case in point, Tiffany Haddish. She's not funny. She's never been funny to me. Her movies are not funny. She has supporting cast to help, but she's not funny. She had to resort to stupid antics to stay relevant. Kind of like Cat Wins when he got in a fight with that 12-year-old and got his ass whooped. Just saying. Now, I watched a movie yesterday. The story was, it was okay. You know, it took forever to get to the point. I can say this is probably what Americans especially the black community is going through. Mind you, I'm not saying that specifically the black community. Mind you, I have to keep saying black community because some of you ninjas don't identify as African-American. Mm. Anyway, when the movie finally broke it down, it came to three stages. Isolation, make the target deaf, dumb, and paralyzed. The second stage is synchronized chaos, covert attacks, and misinformation. Now, without a clear enemy or motive, people will start turning on each other. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? And then the third stage would be civil war. Now, in certain respects, I don't see civil war within the African-American community or the black community. I, I don't see civil war as a problem. I do, and I've heard right-wing conservatives say or reference to this more than once. It'll be civil war, this, that, and up, whatever. Stage two, I feel, is where we're at presently, especially in the black community, because we are turning on each other left and right. And when the rich black people turn on each other, the people who have affluence, who has our best interest in mind? Throughout my research, I have yet to see anyone other than black folks chime on this bullshit. That's it. No Hindis, no white folks, no, no Hispanics, just blacks. Now, mind you, my analytics does fall under a certain range, so it could be happening. I'm just not seeing it. So, with that being the case, I'll go with mine. It ain't happening. So, riddle me this, Cat Williams. Are you 
and Charleston White a plant by the right-wing conservatives? Which is a fair question. I've lived in Texas and I know for a fact, and I can say this, the Hispanic community is just as divided. They don't have the platform we have. Now me personally, if someone insulted me, insinuated, that's the word, insinuated that I perform some sex act to get what I have, oh, we're gonna have a conversation. No, I'm not gonna pray on it. No, I'm not gonna take the high road. No, I'm not gonna make a rap. I'm gonna find where this person is, confront them with their accusations, and then I'm gonna beat the dog shit out of them, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, fuck taking the high road, man. This motherfucker came talking shit. He was being what I like to call a keyboard commando. You letting distance be your ally, bro. So let's go ahead. Throw it away. Throw it away. Suck all that distance up. Now you face to face. Same that same bullshit in my face. You won't. Now Shannon Sharp, do like him. That's a totally different story because he's a little too big to be like one on one, mono on mono. I'm not gonna fight him fair. Mm -mm. Now I'm not saying I won't fight him. I'm just not gonna fight him fair. I'm gonna go ahead and go to court with this dude, basically, cause I'm gonna have some brass knuckles or something to basically give me a little uh, edge to solidify my victory. And oh, by the way, if I do have a crew with me, and I'm not gonna confirm nor deny that they will be involved, all I'm gonna say is someone is getting that ass whooped. Now, at the end of the day, what does this all come down to? I posed this question at the very beginning of this conversation. It comes down to money. It's always been about the haves and the have-nots. These rich black folks are like crabs. They keep pulling each other down to get a leg up. It's easy to say Steve Harvey hated on Bernie Mac, okay? It's also easy to say that Ricky Smiley and Tyler Perry have worn dresses to get their success. Can you say that? But when it comes to Tyler Perry and Kevin Hart, who have stupid money, and I'm not saying Cat Williams isn't rich. He's just not as rich as most of these people he called out. Say what you want, a part of boo. Cat Williams took the hating to the next level. Truthfully, all I saw on Senator Sharp's couch was a scorned little bitch. If Cat Williams can insinuate, so can I. The only difference is, I don't have the platform for all the people to weigh in or comment on. A podcaster said that Stephen A. Smith is trying to do like Senator Sharp to gain clicks. Well, one, Jason Whitlock is a piece of crap and he's what I call putting the beat down scenario because you see him he didn't beat that ass okay and he actually started on Stephen A first so you can't blame Stephen A for everybody knew Stephen A had a little bit of that aggressive in it it just came out on the right dude at the right time Stephen A didn't call out half of Hollywood in his rant no he just called out that sold out Jason Whitlock like I said, dude fired the first shot. And three, personally, and this is my own personal opinion, any melanated person who consistently sells out his fellow melanated brothers while promoting a right-wing narrative, he can get the, well, I'm not gonna say this, fuck it. He can eat the triple D, a dead, dirty dick. F him. I'm not a fan of Stephen A, but I damn sure support him dismantling Jason Woodlock by any means necessary. Black on black violence for this dude, authorized. And if you see him, he's in eye shot. Man, I'm calling out an SOS, stomp on sight. And that's all she wrote, people. I'm out.